Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde. And Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian Podcast, we are officially in season two. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about prayer, the importance of prayer. Why is prayer so hard? And are there things we can do to make our prayer lives even better? Fuller, are you ready? Let's go. Let's go. Fuller, What's welcome back, dude. On, Mark, season two, episode one. We made it, dude. We had we our live it. drawing. We had our live drawing. And who was the winner? Who? Not who? me. That wasn't me. Either. It wasn't me. But who, but who was our winner, Mark? It was Joe Frerichs. Joe Frerichs. Joe Frerichs. If you forgot winner. who Joseph Frerichs is, he was with episode forty, right? Missionary yeah. to Peru with him and his wife Kimberly and, and daughter. And how's the how's the fundraising going? For Joe, dude. Okay, so check like, this out. I want to know. We we just had coffee with him the other day, right? right yep. So, um, this is okay. So, no lie, we have some viewers that <laughs> from from England, from Canada, from South Africa. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I oh. was terrified to pay that shipping cost. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I was terrified. Well, so the so we were, thing, we were boosting the podcast or the 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 giveaway. Oh yeah, that was I terrifying. was boosting it on. Instagram and Facebook, um, and I didn't realize I clicked the "and UK" button, and it's like, oh, your your stuff's been sent out to over four thousand people. I'm like, wait, does that say UK? Well, oh man, that's gonna be expensive. Right, right. So <laughs> for 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 our people who are in South Africa, who are in England, and I I know who you are, I still would have shipped it to you. Oh, definitely. I still definitely. would have shipped it to you, yeah. but. Nice thing about and honestly, I'm glad Joseph wasn't like already down in Peru. No, that'd we, be even worse. We got to, it, the best part about that was we got to go and meet with him and we actually saw hand, him again. Hand give it to him, like yep. give him his mega swag bag. And that's not the last time we're gonna do a giveaway, Mark. Right? I mean, we got we, more stuff. We bro. got Christmas coming up. There might be an RTC Christmas giveaway for all we know. I don't know. We haven't really can, discussed can, it or can, planned can, it. Can, yet, can so. we put a pause on snow yet? Cause, bro, we still we we still in the summer. It's well, August. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. I'm. It's, I'm just I don't saying talk about Christmas. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, but it's true. We got some Christmas gifts we can give away. I mean, we yeah, right. We we got stuff we can give away. We got so. a lot of good stuff. We're but either gonna... way, so we got to hang out with Joe Frerichs and give him his stuff. So if you follow us on Facebook or Instagram, if you don't, get your butt over there to Facebook or Instagram. But or if, Twitter, I guess. I mean, it's there. It's there. It's there. We don't really pay much attention to it anymore because. I mean, it's, it was Donald Trump was on Twitter. It's about it. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's it. It's kind of a dinosaur uh, stone age. It is what it social is, media platform. But so but. if you are on Facebook and Instagram, you actually were able to see us hanging out with him and talk with him just for just just for a little bit, right. just for a little bit. Um, but yeah, so this we had, last time we talked with Joe, it was on Zoom mm -hmm. and uh, that was quarantine time, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was that was when right I was at the beginning of quarantine. Yeah, yeah, I think it was pretty close to the beginning. Yeah, because that he was that was quarantine for me. We started with Joe, and then we ended with the person whom I shall not name for uh, copyright laws. <laughs> you know who starts with the B and ends with an F. <laughs> uh, I I have no clue what you're talking about. That would be the Snyder ladies. That, oh. that was the end of my. I'm like, I have no... That was the end of my quarantine was the interview with her. So the beginning was with Joe. Gotcha. And was with Beth. Did you say end is with an F? Beth. B. Oh, F. F. See, I, I was hooked on... I was hooked on... Pahonics. I'm like, I don't know what a what B and an F stands for. I know uh, what other... Like a BS. I know what that is, but we can't talk about that. Can well, we? we're just going to well, pan away from that. you we're real fast. You're not even allowed but on camera over way, on CC rights. <laughs> but either way, we're back. Season two, we had a good time hanging out with Joe to Definitely. give him his stuff. But before we get into today's conversation, bro, yeah. the people want to know, which w by the way, what's brewing? What's brewing? And now people can actually see, because I don't think we've mentioned this yet, oh, we're man. on video now. Yeah, the video. Yeah, we're on the, video. The podcast, the RTC mugs that was, you know, we gave away one to Joe. In the uh, don't break it, don't break it. Yeah, don't, please, said precious. Uh, but we gave one to Joe, um, which he's going to take down to Peru with him. Yep. Um, Fun fact: so Kimberly DM'd me like not with Joe attached and said, 
Just so you know, I already called dibs on the mug. <laughs> this is not Joe's. This is mine. And I'm like, that's I the mean, greatest thing ever. Man. There's only four people that own this mug. Yep. And that's me, you, Janiel, and now the Frerichs. And now the Frerichs. That's that's a good giveaway. It's that's, like a it's like a legendary merch item. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. And uh, just real quick before we dive into the coffee, since we're talking about coffee mugs, we're they here. they also got coffee, and we shipped out some coffee to some we of did. our some of our uh, listeners and and now viewers that uh, left us a review on And one was a surprise. We tossed it into the mini swag bag. We just tossed it in there. We did. We were like, well, because COVID was going on, we were very late on getting them their mini swag. So it was like, it was kind of a... Sorry, here's some free coffee. Here's some free coffee. (laughs) Like, it's whatever. Yeah, right. So... I, I feel a little bad. I was out of buttons, so I gave them lots of stickers. So Oh, you fun. should have said something. I have buttons. Well, that's okay. It's already been... Oh, they already have it. I'm sorry. Head, so I'm sorry you okay. didn't so get So, Sarah, I'm apologize you didn't get buttons. But, but you, you got, got coffee. coffee. <laughs> and she's a... And, well, it's not her first kid. It's her second kid. But she just had another baby. So, homegirl's going to eat some coffee. But, but yeah, but we want to, want to definitely hear... Or I definitely want to hear from Andy Layman. Andy Layman, dudes and dads. And from Sarah. Yep. Uh, about what you guys think of the RTC coffee. I mean, sh- is it something that we should continue to uh, to send out to people, or is it something that you're like, no, nah, this is this is no good? <laughs> and uh, we sent them the Mexican high ground, which is my favorite, which is your favorite. Yep. And then uh, Joe, Joe got El Joe Salvador. got El Salvador, which is my favorite. <laughs> that was good. So that was yeah. But okay. tonight, I want you to tell them because this is this All is right. your pet project. So this is your stuff, bro. Tonight, man, I just I can't I can't get comfortable with the mic tonight. <laughs> Like it's a up, it's down, side to side, and it's hot Anyways, in the studio right now. It is hot, but uh, no, tonight we're drinking uh, Mark's absolute favorite. I mean, he likes the Mexican high grown. He does. That's this is growing on me though. But but if he went to Charbucks and he's told me this many times, his favorite thing to drink is Ethiopian from Charbucks. Yep, that's my favorite one. So we did the side by side of my Ethiopian against Charbucks, and he voted that my Ethiopian was better, but it didn't have just it needed a little bit more kick. So I roasted. Mark, some dark, what I consider dark roast, a full city roast, yep. Ethiopian coffee bean, and that's what we're drinking tonight. And man, it is smooth. It's a good hit. And it, yeah, man, it's it's just really, it really good. It doesn't leave the 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 charbucks like bubbly aftertaste. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you get like the heartburn afterward. You're like, oh man. And people so, could see it, but I'm also you know getting to my little millennial bougie stage. I got my my bubbly. I got my cranberry bubbly in front of me too because you know. Sometimes so, you've seen something different. The funny thing is, is is now, Mark, you're no longer a pastor at Southside. You're, nope. you're a freelancer. I'm a freelancer. And, I'm a marketing guy. And I cannot wait for the next five years. Just pay attention, podcast viewers and listeners, about how much his language is going to change now that he's do not a youth pastor. Do you think it's going to change? I do. I think the dope is going to go away. You think yeet's I think the, going to go away? I think yeet's going away. I think the goat is going away. It's going back, back home to Mary. Mary had a little lamb. You got it. He's I got it. I got it right away. I actually, I actually got a reference. Yeah. So, all right, Mark. So, uh, did we have any reviews lately? We actually did. So, this is the first review that has been left for us, and it was actually left uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, first review that we've had in actually a little bit of time. A little bit of time. Sweet. Um, so, this one is from Zoe Reagan. So, Zoe, I actually went to college with. She was actually a good friend of ours. Um, she's married. I think she's down somewhere in Tennessee. That's where her her, uh, her husband's from. Um, but anywho, I didn't even know you listened. So, Zoe, thanks for listening. Thanks but here's for listening, what she Zoe. said on Apple Podcasts. This is our 23rd rating, just a fun fact. She said, I love how thoroughly and thought out uh, and, oh, sorry. I love how thoroughly thought out and deep Mark and Chris's conversations are. They have a genuine love for God and love discussing how they have personally gotten to know him better through their own lives. They ask and discuss so many difficult questions I grew up thinking, but never had someone to talk them through with. I've gained new perspectives and knowledge from listening. I highly recommend checking this podcast out. Dang. Wow. We appreciate that. You know, we read every review and every review we like to read on the podcast because it really does, not only does it help us get into the ears and now eyes of other listeners and people that want to learn more about the the Word of God and maybe hear some different perspectives because, I mean, we don't always agree. Uh, But man, it just, it, it, for me, it personally touches my heart to hear from our our viewers and listeners. I it's, mean, it's, it's something that's, it's like, it, we're not so, it's not so lonely. Well, it's not even yeah. about lonely. It just, it's, it's like, I mean, we started this podcast because we felt that 
that there was other people out there, other Christians that were having conversations or wanted to have conversations that they normally couldn't have in a church. And so that's how we came up with Real Talk Christian Podcast. And here we are. We decided to, you know, put forth um, a bunch of money into equipment and setting up and our time to make sure that we can have these conversations, um, not only for our benefit, but for the benefit of our our viewers and listeners. And speaking of, we obviously have boosted our equipment, but as you can probably tell from the quality. Well, some people can tell because some, some can't. I, I can tell it drives me nuts, but <laughs> but I mean our stuff. I mean you know we're 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 here in front. We're on YouTube. We got the video going on. But you know if someone does want to come alongside and help us out with some some upgraded tech to keep reaching people, I ain't going to complain. Right. I'm not going to complain at all. I'd be very 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 thankful for that. Well, and even if you're like, man, I I don't know if I can. You know, I just want to give money to to a podcast. You know, that's not really a ministry to me. This is my ministry. To, to to some of our listeners is one of the ministries that I do, but uh, you me can too now you can <laughs> the, the me too <laughs> movement. <laughs> Sorry, bad joke. That but, was really bad. But you guys can actually, if you go to our Facebook or our Instagram accounts and soon to be our website, we have a link that you guys can actually go and buy Real Talk Christian Podcast. Uh, we call it the swag. Yep, RTC you can, swag. You can go and and we make a dollar or two off of each item. Not much. So, um, you know. A little bit helps. We even have face masks as well. <laughs> we, oh, I should have grabbed mine. Mine's do. out in the car, but I have yeah. an RTC face mask. Yes, you do. So. But uh, yeah, so all right, let's uh, let's dive in. Let's bro. dive in, and I, I mean, we're talking about the importance of prayer, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things that we decided to do in season two is to try to not make it so much of a sermon, but get back to our roots of, yeah, of get back conversation. To the roots, man. So um, let's just dive in. Is uh, uh, you know, Mark, is there is there a certain way that that we as Christians are supposed to format our prayers? I don't think the answer is as simple as yes or no. Because when you look at the Lord's Prayer, and uh, I, I can't think of what the I, I'm terrible at references uh, with the Lord's Prayer. I've, I've got them down there in the show notes. I know there's one in Matthew and one in Luke, right? There's uh yeah there's one in uh, Luke eleven one through four yep. and Matthew six nine through fifteen. Matthew's the popular one though, right? Matthew's the popular one, right. but in that we actually see Jesus saying, "Pray like this," right? And what's interesting about that one specifically is the fact of Jesus said, "Pray like this," and it was crap short. Well, the, the I mean, yeah, you got you six know, six, ver- six verses in Matthew, and then you've got four verses in Luke, which right. is their. Um, in case you guys didn't know, they're harmonious gospels. All right, Matthew, Mark, Luke, the synoptics, another word. Uh, they all basically had the same stories told from a little bit different perspectives, but they are the same. The only one that is different is John. John, yep. John is a standalone gospel by itself, but the other three will always follow a similar format always. Yep. And if you want to know why there's different gospels, we actually have some really cool uh, resources. There's another podcast, um, Christ Culture and Coffee, I think is what their name is. Um, they actually been diving really hard into those questions. Yeah, there's so. a, there's the other one that I've really gotten to enjoy um, by Dale Partridge. It's called Real Christianity. Very close yep. to our ours, but uh, he dives into some deep theological stuff too because um, his whole message is he wants people to really understand the Bible and the theology behind the Bible. And he's a house church guy. And he's a house church guy. Oh, you know, you know who guy. likes that. So yeah, you know, your boy here. <laughs> but but either way, though, so right. so when we is, is there a right way to pray? I think the answer is yes. In terms of there are certain right things. In terms of where's your heart at? What are you trying to get out of it? And are is God like a magic? genie like you know with Aladdin rub the lamp and he comes out yeah. um but at the same time I mean is there a correct way to pray I don't think so yeah you know I, I th- don't think so I think it's a lot just like um like conversating with the father like you would your your earthly dad or your earthly like not mom I'm not trying to be disrespectful to God but um but your parental figure yeah you're just having a conversation with the father and um it's through Jesus and through the Holy Spirit that we are able to call God Abba, Father, and and that is something very special and unique. Now, Jesus laid out a couple things, like you said, in, in Matthew and in Luke, uh, Mark, that are, are, you know, pray this way. Um, and most of it, you know, 
we as a church have broken down to make it a little bit simpler of like you acknowledge God. Okay. And then you, um, you, you acknowledge him as the, the God of the universe, um, your father and how holy he is. Um, and then you talk about wanting his will, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, your will be and done. Then, and then after that, you know, you do your, you do your thinking and your, then you ask for, ask for your stuff. But he's not a magic genie. <laughs> ask for your stuff. But that's typically like, I mean, growing up as a person in in a in a church, Christian home, um, I grew up just asking for things all the time and never really acknowledging who God was how powerful God is, how good God is, and how thankful I am for God and all he's done for me. Because without him, I'm not even uh, existence in existence. So Now, I want to make sure we, we, we do pause and stop right here, though, as well, where the fact of Jesus said, um, your father gives you good gifts. How many more gifts will your heavenly father give you? So, right. so, so we're not saying you can't ask God for things or right. come to him when, when your, uh, when your uh, heart hurts and other things. Like... Um, uh, Brando, Brando Soche at a devotional a couple Thursdays ago at worship practice, he um, read this little quote that was super cool is, um, when things are going well, we have 10,000 things to praise God for. But when we're in the muck, we only need one thing to praise God for. To right. hang on to our hope. Right. Um, but, you know, because we find ourselves in hard times all the time. So it's yeah. not the fact of, you, 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 no, I shouldn't say you shouldn't ask for God. Like, like God, um, if you're real... Um, It'd be pretty dope if you well, had a Lamborghini. Like, I guess what what I was trying know, to say more of uh, is is God's not like you said the magic genie. Right. The uh, hey God, it's me Chris again or Fuller as most people know me. Um, yeah, you know I had a real rough day and I would like to not have a rough day and just take it all away. And then uh, on top of it, I'm having money troubles. So if I can get ten thousand uh, dollars, you know, just somebody drop it and uh, you know on my front lawn or my doorstep tomorrow and. Uh, Lord, you know, I ask that uh, you you protect me as I yeah, go. Yeah. So, so, so like, what, what's the key words in there? I. I've heard a lot of I, a lot I, of me's, a lot right, of my's. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like that's some of that. Some of that's okay. Like protecting me, and, and and you know, I've had a bad day. You know, again, you're conversating, but you don't. <laughs> what's that old? There was that Tim Hawk. I think it was Tim Hawkins. You know, there was that old song uh, that was like, uh, "It's all about you." Jesus and all this is for you. Is it early two thousands? And uh, I forget who wrote it. Was it Paul Blouch? Blouch? It might have been him, but I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. I am not 100 percent positive. But I think the heart of worship. But like, no, I'm coming. no, no. Okay. It, it was that. Uh, so it was called. Uh, and so I don't know, dude. But the, so there was a song out there. So there, <laughs> yeah, I just totally lost train of thought because of that. But uh, yeah, so it was it was a song called "It's All About You." And Tim Hawkins took it, and he's like, it's all about me, Jesus, <laughs> and none of it's for you. <laughs> but that's and what so, so many Christians do. Right. That's exactly what it is. And so, I mean, you know, I know that people, there's some people who take the Lord's Prayer, and they're like, this is the way we have to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be yeah, thy name. Yeah, people do that every day. Right. And, you know, hey, there's nothing wrong with it, obviously, you're speaking the words of Jesus. There's never anything wrong with speaking the words of Jesus, but when it's not coming from the heart, it doesn't matter anymore. If you're not praying from the heart, it means nothing. Do you nothing. think sometimes though, that as we pray verbally, our heart will follow that too though? Cause you know, there's times where now I'm just going to say, I'm just going to be straight up honest. I, I'm not a, like, it sounds bad, but I'm not a good person person of prayer like this is a one of the weak spots of my christian walk like it it's just it is what it is um so prayer is not something that's my strong suit of mine and so i'm not over here saying like you know i pray and i fast and i do this you know i pray i pray more than i sleep and i'm like mm, i've heard evangelists say that i'm like no you don't boss i've i've seen you like no that's the, but so prayer is a weak spot for me um and sometimes i know i have to do it because it's what's right and i have to slow myself down to give myself space to do that um i mean obviously my heart's there to say i, I want this I, I i desire this but do you think sometimes that the words can come first and the heart can follow behind so Almost i like one leading the other i think that if it's not coming from your heart um it's no different than a pharisee or a sadducee's prayer 
um, because prayer is not about saying the right words. It's about being honest. Mm -hmm. And we see that if we read, I'll I'll read Matthew six real fast because the very first, um, you know, we said nine through 15, we're going to backtrack a little bit to seven. And it says, and when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do for they suppose that they will be heard for their many words. So do not be like them. Your father knows what you need before you ask him. So he already knows what we need, what's in our heart. So you have to just be honest. Again, it's just having a conversation. You're not going to hide from from God and who he is. He already knows everything that's right. going on in your heart. So you might as well just be honest and be like, Lord, um, I mean, I'll share with you. Um, there was a story of somebody that I know, and I'm not going to name names because it's not about like, oh, they're, they're so holy or whatever. Um, but they they broke down and said, God, I do not love you. I do not love you. I'm, I'm being honest. I don't love you. And I want to love you, but I don't love you, which mm-hmm. is kind of like you do kind of love them because you said you don't love them and you're admitting that. But it's just a it's just that act of honesty. Like God already knows this stuff. It's not like you're surprising like, oh, surprise. oh my goodness, he doesn't love me. No, God knows everything. God right. knows what's in our heart. And so because of that, we might as well just be honest and have that open conversation and honesty with him because he already knows what's in our heart. So, so let me ask you this question then is how, how do you have an open, honest conversation with God who, although is there, he's not just chilling on the other side of a coffee table. Well, you I, th- know? I think that <laughs> that kind of makes it easier because like, I have open conversations and open honesty with you and and in our conversations um, on camera and off camera. And uh, you can respond verbally to me. (laughs) And sometimes, sometimes admitting stuff um, like we're supposed to admit our faults to one another. And that's so we can help each other. And that's hard to do mm-hmm. because the person could respond. You don't know how they're going to respond. You, are, are, are you gonna once experience? you do it, you lose control. Right. You are, Yeah, you could face utter and complete rejection. But with God, you're not going to face any type of rejection. Mm-hmm. God doesn't reject us. He says he doesn't. And so um, to me, being honest with God and having that honest conversation of just, God, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with this. God, your word says this. Like, I want to be this make me like this Mm -hmm. like you're so holy i thank you for allowing me to have a you know the next breath of life and just being just open just open and real about your struggles and about the things you want um now obviously if your heart's not in it it's the you know repetition like the gentiles do and it's meaningless according to matthew um it's just not worth it it's just just being honest and having that like if I can have an honest conversation with anybody on the earth, I should be able to have that honest conversation with God. So, and I have a hard time with that, though. In all honesty, mm-hmm. like you know, there's this old. Uh, I'm trying to think if I mentioned this on the podcast, but um, uh, oh my goodness, I'm having a massive brain fart. Um, lead pastor for Pastor Shitty Church, Louis Giglio. Um, he wrote a book called Not Forsaken. Mm-hmm. I, I know I brought that book up. That actually. Right. Um, if, if I know people have been listening for a while, but actually that's the first and main book I read right after all the stuff happened last summer. Right. Um, and in that he talked about, and I've heard about this all the time is how you view your own father is how you view God usually. And, and a lot of times that's how I respond. Now it's not a tried and true thing. He's like, this is not a cut and dry cookie cutter thing. Um, but what he said was, is some of us have absent fathers, whether by father's choice, whether by mother's choice, whether by dad dying. And mine was, dad dying right so for me it's the fact of i i've had father figures but my dad hasn't been here since i was 10 right so it's it's the fact of i almost like i know god is here and i'm i'm, I'm still trying to like my my word for the year behold i'm trying to still right. behold the goodness of god but it's so easy for me to just not intentionally forget but just be busy throughout my day you know yeah, yeah, I definitely get what you're saying. Um, and so it's not the fact that me, I know God is not there, but it's more the fact of... Let me ask you... you know? Okay, so George Herbert says prayer should be the key of the day and the lock of the night. Oh, wait, so, wait, wait. Say that. Whoa, say that again. Prayer should be the key of the day and the lock of the night. This is by George Herbert. And so I like that. what that says to me, the key of the day, it unlocks your heart. 
right? Prayer. Okay. It unlocks your spiritual life. You can't, God is nothing but a fictitious character if you don't have a relationship with him. Right. And how can you have a relationship without communication? You can't. I mean, that's the first rule of relationships. Right. I mean, communication has been happening since the beginning of time, either verbally or written. Or, I mean, we we write on Facebook, Instagram, we email, we call, we text. We do all this communication to have a relationship with people. And who are the people you're closest with? The people you communicate with most with or the people you don't? The people you communicate the most with. Exactly. So um, that's the key to unlocking your spiritual life, Your the heart for it, the words behind it is that open honesty and and that constant prayer to the Father. you got to build that relationship. And yes, it's like a first date. If you're not good at it, it's like a first date. It's awkward and you're not good at it. <laughs> and it's like, man, Goodness. this is... And then you're like, but you got to remember, at least you know, unlike a first date, uh, you're not going to get rejected. <laughs> like right. God's going to be there tomorrow for you too. And the next day and the next day and the next day, he's never going to leave us nor forsake us. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the more you do it, just like anything else, the more you practice, the better you get at opening up. Um, but, but the first step is just being honest. If you, if you're struggling with a sin, be honest with that. You know, we're, we're, we have an advocate with the father who's up in heaven and we also have an enemy that's Mm -hmm. up in heaven. And, and the enemy is saying things against the saints to God. That's Satan. And, Jesus is like, no, I already paid for them sins. All all sins I've already paid for. The great accuser. But yeah, he's going to constantly try to accuse us, and he's going to try to whisper in our ears and tell us, oh, well, you're not doing it right. You know, Mark, when you're praying, it's not right. And hey, you know, they're just meaningless words. And you're just going to, you know, you're just never going to get it because you didn't have a father. Right. Well, growing up, my father was an abusive father. Mm. So my view of God was skewed for a long time as I thought that God was this judgmental, um, wrathful Like he's coming out swinging. Yeah, he's, yeah, every time. And and it takes God to change that mindset and that heart. But the only way that's going to happen is to spend time in prayer and, and be honest and, and have those honest conversations of like, God, like even for you, like, God, I don't have a good prayer life and I want to. Like, uh, I, I, I feel like I, because I didn't have my father and my father figure and I, I don't understand really who you are. Mm-hmm. Like those are some, and I'm not trying to pick on you, Mark. Um, but <laughs> sorry, sorry. You're here. <laughs> um, I'm an easy target, bro. Come on. It's not even an easy target. It's just uh, trying to make it relatable that these are some easy things that you've already said to me. Right. And yeah. you said to other people that, that you can, be honest with God about I mean, you've already been honest to everybody, you know, everybody else. We've, you said that out in podcast land. And so now that should be easy to be like, Hey God, look, this is me being honest and not just saying it because Chris told me I should say it or Chris said I should be honest, but this is me just actually being honest. Right. And that's for our listeners. That's how it should be. It should just be that honest conversation. That's, I mean, that's the way. So, I so let me ask you this then, and, and maybe we can talk about this for a second, but, um, Let's do it. Come on It's now. personal, but what is your prayer life like? Mm, yeah. Is um, okay? I mean, are, you, are you cool with me asking that question? I, I am totally. And, and, and I'm not trying to either build you up or tear you down or put you on the, right. the saint. No, I, I, I'm, I'm okay that I'm going to share. Uh, I, can, I can share Just that. Just for sake of example, too. Yeah. You know? um, up, until, up until this week, my prayer life was not very good Mm. and you know what unlocked it i broke down and was honest with god Mm. completely honest and broken and on the floor crying like a big blubbering baby and just open and honest about how horrible i am towards god Mm. not towards other people not towards my christian brothers and sisters not towards sinners but towards god how i don't appreciate him how i'm not thankful for him and to that, that unlocked something in me that it was freeing to me. So that's how, that's how my prayer life has been. Um, I mean, it just, it really took off. I mean, it goes through, it goes, it goes through valleys and, and mountains. Right. You know, just like everything in the Christian, in uh Christian walk, you're not always going to be on the mountain. Sometimes you're in the valley. Right. Um, and I've had great times of prayer life to where it was like 24 seven mm-hmm. praying all the time. I couldn't stop praying. And then I've had times where I wasn't praying at all. 
But I find every time that I go back and I'm honest with God, that's when my prayer life takes off again. So. I like that. I feel that, bro. I feel that. So, um, this is this is the other thought. Then is, you know, so many Christians have probably this, a very similar story where prayer is a hard thing. It's it's a mm, complicated yeah. thing. Like I, I've heard a lot of people, like some of my friends. Um, one of them will actually their prayer journal is a Sudoku puzzle. And because it helps them laser focus in on that puzzle, and then they'll write their prayer requests as they come up on the side, and they keep that going. So it's like a prayer journal. It's a book with puzzles in it. Right. There's other people who have actual journals, notebook apps, all these these other things. Um, but, you know, in the Bible, we see in, what is it, First Thessalonians? I'm, I'm trying to pull this one off the cuff. Uh, it was in the God's Will episode as well, is pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. You know, we see pray without ceasing. And... I, I guess what I'm thinking through is, is, you know, so many times we have these dedicated spaces to be quiet, and I think that's good. Um, in fact, since leaving the pastoral position, I have found my own personal Bible study time has been, <laughs> it's been hard, bro. Yeah. It's been really hard because I used to be paid to read the Bible and study, right. and I would have all these times. Or You've, or lost, that, you've lost the incentive Before now. that, I was also in school where I right. was like, I'm paying you thousands of dollars to get an education, so I might as well do the homework. Right. Which was, and it was, it was seminary, and it was undergrad. It was right. Bible college. Um, you've lost the incentive. Right. There's nothing pushing you. You're not getting money. Because I'm an Enneagram 3. But <laughs> oh. Hey, but, you should listen to Dale uh, Partridge. Real Christianity. He's got an episode on that. And I'm sure on he how does. that's not good. Yeah, I also think a lot of the crap he says isn't good either. But oh, it's like come a, on! I think he's cocky. It's I don't all, like cocky. It's all biblical. <laughs> he's cocky. But anywho, anywho. Wait a but, second. Wait a time out. What? That's the pot calling the kettle black, my friend. <laughs> a little bit. A little uh, bit. No, I, I I disagree with him on some things. Anyways, let's um, move anywho, past that. Anywho, anywho. You brought up Enneagrams. Uh, you know I had to take a dig at uh, it. So. Yep, I love my Enneagram, man. It, it's a good guide rail. It's not who I am. It's my guide rail of whatever. But it's a good descriptor. But um, Cocky. It's a good descriptor. Uh, man, I completely lost train of thought. Oh, um, okay. So, yeah, um, the motivation behind my, my right. quiet time. And um, something that was very humbling to hear from from my counselor um, mm-hmm. was he says, why don't you just st- start it easy again? Just just have one day where you cut out. And I'm thinking, bro, I'm a I, I was a like I'm a pastor. Like this is what I do, and it's like I I, I can't even handle doing this every day. Like what everyone else does, not everyone, but like a lot of the strong Christians have their quiet time in the morning, prayer times at night, all these different things. And it's like it was almost humbling to hear the words why don't you just try to find one day one little block and and let's start with there and it was humbling to think about that and to do mm. that um but it's been good bro yeah like, so i have one day a week uh one morning where i call it mark's morning where i can do whatever i want and it's about a solid it's up to about 12 or twelve thirty, based on how how much i'm reading that day um but i can stay in bed late or i can get up early um, but I have given myself the space to have my, my, my devotional Bible reading time, to have mm-hmm. my book reading time, have my journaling time, have my prayer time. Um, and there's enough buffer zone around it. That's what I'm learning. I don't do well when there's not a lot of margin in my life. So there's enough buffer zone where I'm giving myself the space to read and study and pray. Mm. Um, it's almost like I got to put the training wheels back on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get it. I mean, I'm, I'm doing kind of a similar thing, but not similar thing with with our friend Paul Ingren with the, uh, uh, you know, every day we decided, and sorry, Paul, I'm going to kind of share with the listeners and viewers here what we do, but uh, we decided to take the Gospel of John and start going through five verses every day and go into deep study about it. And then we're on um, that at Marco Polo and just kind of um, each do a video. And it's like <laughs> our videos are like 45 minutes long, to one another about Call that a ju- good conversation. Yeah. Just getting into it and, ju- and, it, and it doesn't always stay within that scripture. Um, a lot of it has been, um, and I won't, I won't give my views on this, but, uh, a lot of this has been, uh, not just John, but it's also been, um, end time studies and, and 
and what are the end times and looking at different views, uh, any, you know, views from pre pre trip, mid trip, post trip, pre wrath, uh, pre mill, post mill, uh, ah mill, uh, preterist. I mean, I've been looking everywhere, you know, the, the destruction of the, you know, the, the campaign against Jerusalem, uh, the rebellion of Israel and from 66 a- AD to 73 AD and just going all into it and the historians and, and everything else. And, uh, you know, talking to Paul and fleshing this stuff out. And, um, I don't always, we don't always see eye to eye either. I mean, it's, that's just one of the things. That's why we, we have to have each other as, as brothers is to flesh some of this stuff out. But, um, I know that part of that is, is seeking God's wisdom over our wisdom yeah. and over manly wisdom and over what we think is right. Because nine times out of 10, we as man and human beings get it wrong without the Holy spirit. Mm. And that's why, uh, in, in Luke eleven nine it says, and I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you shall find knock and the door will be open to you for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds and he, him who knocks, it will be open. And this is talking about how, you know, and, and the pretext before this is talking about, you know, if you ask God for these things, these spiritual things to seek the kingdom, um, he's like a father that why would he withhold stuff? Mm. You know, he, he closed the, the, the fields and the flowers and feeds the sparrows. How much more will he give to you his son? And I mean, there's just so much scripture that like, if you go to him and you're honestly asking for wisdom and knowledge in the scriptures and just being on again being honest with them he'll meet you he's not going to be like mm, no i'm sorry you're no i'm not going to give it to you you're not worthy enough to read and understand my scriptures and you know what it i still the the scripture that gets me every time is and <clears throat> i i think of a certain person that of conversation will probably ensue ensue eventually between this person about uh, end time studies <laughs> and you know who I'm talking about Mark sure I'm do. not going to say their name um, but uh, how him and I are both like using all this manly wisdom of the scriptures the, the theologian and and uh, I just reminded of Jesus saying you know hey you know the gospel is so simple that a child can understand it and so complex that even the greatest minds will miss it and not understand it and it's like it's very true very true. You got to have faith like a child. Like have faith like one of these. And then you pointed to the children. So yeah. So 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 going back to prayer and 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 bringing it back here. You know, um, obviously prayer is something that um, kind of like sharing our faith. I think needs to be on the forefront of our minds. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of like why is prayer so hard? And for me, it was the fact of I needed to create space to do that. Right. Um. But again, pray without ceasing. It's one of those things where, you know, in the church, the first thing to stop happening is for people to stop sharing their faith and sharing their story and sharing their 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 belief in Jesus. If we're not actively thinking about it, right? Um, that's why we did the vision twenty twenty with each one reach one. It's more of okay, keep this in your mind, keep it intentional, keep it in the forefront, and not out of a pressure sake, not out of a you have to do this. But it's one of those things where if you just aren't thinking about it, you may not do it unless it's nat it's a natural until it becomes a natural part of your your muscle. You 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 know you exercise that muscle. Well, and it all depends on on how you feel. You need to share the gospel. Because well, that's what I'm saying, but with your story. But what I'm saying, but right, you're one but, who because of your personality, you're you're very much more easy to do it. Yeah. Yes, but there are some that are more likely to show people Christ through who they are on a day-to-day basis. Right. None those people need to still open their mouth. They, they do, but not all of them do. And, and part of that is the boldness. And, um, it talks about in the new Testament and I'm trying to remember what scripture I just went through it. Um, because Janelle and I are going through a Bible study right now about the Holy spirit and, uh, talked about the Holy spirit gives us boldness. Mm. And a lot of people, don't have that boldness. Um, and it's not that they don't have the ability because if you're saved, um, you have the Holy spirit and the Holy spirit gives boldness. So you have the boldness, right? It's just, how do you unlock that boldness? And part of that is spending time with the father. So spending time in prayer. So here's a question for you then. Um, 
going off the cuff a little bit, you know, we, we, we've been we, off the cuff all night. <laughs> we do. So, you know, you got the parable of talents, yeah. right? How yep. the, this person was given one, this person given five, this person given 10. The person given one was not expected to produce the same fruit as the person given 10. Right. Same as five. I've heard that sermon used in evangelism. Right. I've heard that used in other gifts. Do I've, you think I've heard it used for tithe? That's true. <laughs> so, um, I'm just going to say it. If you got 10 talents, you probably should give 10 talents to RTC. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, you know, but here's my question is, is that the same for your prayer life? Where now we're all called to pray, but there's certain people, are certain people more gifted to be prayer warriors? Or is it more the fact of just like any little scrawny beanpole can become, you know, you know, he, he might not build muscle as fast or be as big as, you know, like Wolverine, mm-hmm. but he can still be fit. Do you think some people naturally have more of a gift of prayer and being a prayer warrior? I would say that it's like a uh, like if you took a hundred runners and told them to run a marathon. Okay, some of them are athletically built, and some got to work harder to right. get athletically built. Okay, um, prayer is not necessarily the same as the parable of the talents. Um, if you can communicate with anybody on this earth, you can communicate with God. Right. It if might you, be awkward. It might be weird. It, it might, might be like that bit. first date, you know, that first middle school date to 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 go putt putt with her dad or his with her dad. Or, or his mom. That would be awkward. Or his mom standing right next to you because you can't drive because it's middle school. You right, know, it's, right, it's right. a little awkward, you know. Right, right. And you're not going to go plant one on her on the first date. That's just awkward too. By the way, men don't ever do that. Anyways, uh, <laughs> wow, they're saying middle school, like yeah, goodness, yeah. So. But, um, you know, prayer is a powerful thing. And uh, I don't see in the gifts, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mark, I don't see in the gifts of the, the, you know, the the gifts of the spirit is what people always like. Like some, some have the gift of evangelism. Some have the gift of being a, you know, a shepherd. uh, um, I don't see like prayer. Is prayer a gift? Because I don't see it. I think it's just, you know, Jesus talked about, they asked, how should we pray? And he's like, this is how you this should is pray. This how you do it. Like, and I've taught through the Lord's Prayer. And you don't, know, the acts, d- yeah, prayer, right. adoration, confession. But don't, I mean, there's no formula to prayer. There is a formula, but there's no formula. If you make it a formula, it becomes meaningless. Right. If you speak from the heart and speak truth, then it's real and you start building that real relationship. And yes, I will be the first to admit I've never heard an audible Voice of God, come back, okay? Um, but I have felt the urging of the Spirit. The more I pray, the more in tune I am with God. And I think that's where it comes. There was one time recently, and, oh my goodness, and it was it was an obvious wrestle with God. I was I was out mowing. Um, I texted you about it later. Uh, I was out mowing, you know, listened to a podcast um, with uh, Bob Goff. And I've even read his book, Everybody yeah. Always Love Does. And the biggest thing is, what is love? What does love require of us? Right. And I was I was mowing, and I remember I stopped the mower and went, I thought, God, I ain't doing that. Hmm. Like, I don't want to do this. Right. And I and I was and I I don't want to say I heard the voice of God, but I could feel the struggle in my soul. Right. You know, of like, no, this the is what war this, between this, flesh and spirit. And the, it, it wasn't so much God ought to be talking. I want to make sure that the 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 you know charismatic Pentecostal hear me on this is it was scripture that was in my head of right. you're supposed to love your enemy, you're supposed to right. forgive your enemy, bless those who curse you, do right. these things. And I was hearing God speak through those, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. Well, why, why do and, I want to do this? And isn't it interesting that that's often how God. Um, God speaks to us either through bringing up scripture or just something that, you know, like, okay. Um, I know a person who recently was driving downtown South Bend okay, and drove by a per another person that didn't have any shoes was running in the street. Wow. Okay. And they kept on driving and they felt that the spirit of God in their own mind, like right, right. I, I, was saying, I help was saying, you say you love me. But yet, one of your one of these creatures that I've created, one of one of my children, and though that wasn't, we don't know if that person was the children or not. Right. Neither did the person driving. Uh, they they said that they felt the spirit of God saying, 
how can you, if uh, I brought up that scripture, if you're hungry, you know, you should feed them. If you're cold, you should give them your cloak, you know, and all the, 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 the those scriptures. And so <laughs> the person goes, uh, all right, Lord, I'll turn around. And if I can find them, I'll give them my shoes. Person was wearing flip-flops at the time. So, I mean, flip-flops, you know, almost fit almost all people. Right, depending right, right. On how big their feet are. And so uh, this person turned around, and lo and behold, they found the the person with no shoes. And they stopped, and they gave them their shoes. Like, mm-hmm. that's the urging of the Holy Spirit. And had this person not had that relationship with God via prayer, um, that would have never taken place. They wouldn't have. They would have been out of tune with God. And it's not just prayer. You can't, you can't forego reading the scripture, but you can't forego prayer. It's a, it's an equal balance of both things. You have to have both things in order to feel the, the urging. Cause if I, if I pray a lot, but I don't know the scriptures, then I'm never going to hear the spirit speak to me through the scriptures. Right. And if I read the scriptures, but I never pray, I'm never going to hear the spirit speaking to me through the scriptures. Right, it's, <laughs> it's, that the, balance, it's the you know? same result. You. So, yeah. but yeah, so, so that's, I, got, I got two more questions in my head and that's all the questions I got. All right. Um, I'll ask them both. So I don't forget them. The first question is, is, you know, we, we talk about prayer and, um, don't pray like the Pharisees do where they're, they use the big words out in public and all these different things. But when you pray, go into your, um, go into your prayer, prayer closet, closet yeah. and shut the door and, um, you know, he will, father will reward you openly for what you do in, in, in privacy, um, well, secrecy. And so my one question is, is should we do public prayers, whether in church services, mm. uh, even meals? Like, should we do that? Um, and then the other question was, is can our prayers change the mind of God? Mm. Those are my, and I know we're already at the 47 minute mark, <laughs> All right, but I'm, you know, cause I think of with that one, it's the fact of, Moses prayed, and the Bible says God changed his mind. Right. And then this was what happened, and then Abraham changed God's mind. So can we change the mind of God with prayer? But first, should we pray openly in public? Wow. those are The, the second question is more loaded than the first one. But the first one, I think um, I've always struggled with that one. And I'm, I'm personally uncomfortable with praying in public. And the reason why is because of that scripture. Right. Because I'm scared to be like a Pharisee or Sadducee and be known for praying a prayer that's either elaborate or that is not led by, um, by the spirit speaking truth through my heart and being honest Mm -hmm. through, through my heart. Um, because if I'm not honest, then it's not really a, a good prayer. It's just empty words. And if I am honest, I'm scared that, I'll be a little too honest. It might offend somebody or something like that. You know, you never, you just never know. So I've always struggled. Like, I don't even like praying. Like I'll pray for meals at my house, but like I struggle with praying with my wife, like Mm. openly out loud. Like I'll pray with her silently. And like, if she's asked me for prayer and I'll pray over her, um, but just open and honest prayer. I, str- I struggle with because I don't want to be a Pharisee. I don't want to just be empty right. words. And a lot of times churches, prayers are, <laughs> prayers are no different than a transition piece, bro. Right. Trans- it's the, it's the <laughs> transition between the welcome and the songs and the songs and the sermon. And then, Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. The songs and the offering and then the offering to the sermon and then the sermon to the ending. Then from the, that's why if you look, I don't, I don't dismiss in prayer. Anymore, have you, uh, I'm, I'm have pray you, too much. I was going to say, have you noticed that that's most Western Christian American churches? That's exactly how they, tra- it's like a, tra- it is, it's a transition piece and that's all it is. Yep. And not saying that the person praying is like, it's not coming from their heart. No, but, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just But saying, when they do it, saying. like when a worship pastor does it every week or a, a pastor does it every week, it just kind of becomes standard. And so you might have like a standard go-to or a standard couple of things that you're going to say. I during, standard. Right. And so like... I if, preach the gospel and everything. If I'm praying place. over food at a family event, I have a standard. Mm-hmm. It's a real quick, easy to say. I won't fumble the words. I won't like look like an idiot. And, and you're teaching the kids too. And it's it, But it's all meaningless, empty words in my heart when I'm doing that. Right. Because it's repetitive and... Um, though the words may change a little bit, it's always the same type of message. But, um, yeah, as far as the second question, can we change God's mind? That's the fun prayer? question, bro. Can we change? Cause the um, Bible says it, it does say but God's it. the same yesterday, today, and forever. I you know I, what I mean. I will freely admit 
I do not know. I do not know. Uh, cause God's is the same yesterday, today and forever. And God lives outside of time. So he knows all things. So if he knows all things, are you really changing his mind? Or is he just le- leading you to believe that you're changing his mind? Right. And, and that's and so, the thing with scripture. <laughs> is it the fact of, is that just the human view, like vantage point viewpoint? Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't, we can't just disregard it. I mean, cause in one of my commentaries with, with Wayne Grudem, it says that that's, that's a key point. And, um, I was actually listening to a, a the podcast version where he was teaching in Sunday school and discussing right. it, and he was saying, "Here's what we mean by changing God's mind: um, is the fact of does prayer actually change outcomes into things? Well, when God answers prayers, it sure seems like it, doesn't it? But at the same time, it rains on the just and the unjust. Right. And I think this is one of those things where we're told we're 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 told to pray, mm-hmm. we're told to go to God. I mean. Enter the throne room boldly. Wow, my voice is cracked like a junior higher. Um, enter the throne throne room boldly. Uh, is that Romans? No. That's a good question. That's a very good question. Um, but you know, we're supposed to enter the enter the throne room yeah, boldly because right. of what Jesus did by tearing the curtain. Uh, pray without ceasing. Um, you know, meditate upon the, his, meditate word, upon his day. word day and night in yep. the Psalms, right? right? You know, the, you know, like chewing the cud. That's what right. that's what that was supposed to be. Mm, meditate. That's what we were taught in school. Wow. Like a cow, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised the city boy even knows what a cut is. Well, I, I had to be told. Oh, okay. I've never milked a cow, fun fact. that's I've never milked a cow. Wait a second. What's milking a cow have to do with cud? The, the, it's the... I'm just saying, you said a city boy and a cow. I'm just saying, I've never milked a cow. So Yeah, but cud's like... I know what cud is. I'm just saying, you mentioned cow and city boy. I'm telling you how much of a city boy I am. That's what I'm doing. So, long story Anyways. short. Long story short... Um, can prayer change the mind of God? I don't know, but sure dang helps. I mean, there's, there's a quote one time I heard where prayer doesn't change God. Prayer changes us. Hmm. I've heard that quote and I don't know who it was or who said it, but prayer doesn't change God, but it changes us. I because, could, I could go along with that. You know, cause we see your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So in other words, he's saying not my will, but right. which is what Jesus prayed <laughs> was the garden of Gethsemane. If Jesus <laughs> prayed this, we probably should follow it. But, you know, I take this cup from me. I don't want to do this, but not, but not my, my will, will, but, but yours be done. done. Yeah. You know, so. so I think that's a good example for us to follow. All right. So what's your final thoughts since we're running long? We, we, we're at 53 we're at, minutes. We're at 53 to two minutes and our main central camera died. Yeah, Battery it, died it, it did, because so. we did way too many test runs at the beginning. Yes, so. So. But final thoughts with prayer, that's a hard one, man. I think it's one of those things where... Um, I'm just going to keep taking it personally one, one day at a time, giving myself space to, to, to do that. Um, you know, I, I think with, with all things, you know, you and I, um, I'm, I, 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 I suck at texting you and I apologize. Yes. I really yes, do. you do. I really do. Um, my bad. So, but you know, I still know you're there and I, st- like we still meet once a week, once every other week, depends right. on the season and the time and all that other kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I know you're there. I just have to reach out. Right. And I think that's where it is with God is God is wanting that relationship with us, but he gives us the choice to to, to put the effort in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just got to put the effort. Honestly, you just got to do it, exercise that muscle, and not do it to get glory, but do it because, you know, okay, this is, this is the right thing. This is what I need to do, so I'm going to do it. So for yeah. me, I just need to create that space to do it, which I have been. Yeah trying i guess my final thought would be um be honest and make sure you take time to pray it doesn't have to be a half hour set at each time uh each time of the day for a certain you know 20 minutes or something just you know i've heard pastors say you know start off at a minute start off at three minutes start off at five minutes and then uh Wow, Mark's Mark's gonna move the camera because we lost our central, lost camera. Our central camera. So, so we're just gonna stay okay. on this camera okay. for the rest of the podcast since we're at the final thoughts. Sounds but good. uh yeah, so uh I think just just taking that time to pray and to be be in the in the presence of God. And sometimes you just gotta be still. Sometimes it's just taking quiet time and just saying, Lord, I'm here. Have some Jesus time. And just just be there. Um just like God's there for us, sometimes we, I mean God doesn't need us to be there for the him, he doesn't need us but, at all. 
it's it's part of the relationship. Yeah. I mean, it's a give and take. So it's 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 a privilege. It's right. an opportunity. So I like that. Yep, that's my final thought. So uh, there, there's the thoughts of, of the day, but we don't want to end the conversation. We we want to oh, know what your yeah. thoughts are on this as well. Right. And there's some of you guys who actually do reach out to us versus uh not versus, but via Instagram <laughs> and Facebook. And for those who actually converse with us, thank you for that. We also have a RTC number where they can text us. Yeah, it's uh, and shoot, even call us. I don't pick up the phone. I'm a millennial. He's a boomer, so he picks up the phone. I, I text. <laughs> Hello? 574 uh, is the number. Yeah. And we'll have that in the show notes as well. Right. We'll have that in the show notes. So, but reach out to us because we want to keep having these conversations. And, hey, maybe you could teach us something because we're not know-it-alls. Oh, no. We have these conversations to learn and grow. It's, it's honest conversations, you know? and these are our views of how we read Scripture. And if they differ from yours, then let us know how and why and where you get it scripturally and we'll be willing to listen and have that conversation with I you. love it I love it well hey let's transition now oh, to boy. our favorite part of the podcast time for fun facts <laughs> I love it that's that's our new segment segue right there I fun love it fun facts with fuller Fun facts with Fuller. And and if anybody wonders, that laugh was not a stock, like, royalty-free baby laugh. Those are your kids. Those are my kids and my wife that did that for us, yeah. Yeah, so that was... Uh, Time for Fun Facts with Fuller. That <laughs> just that's makes my, me smile. That's every my three and a half year old and my two and a half year old. Yeah. So. But I ask you this, you know, we had fifty fun facts. Oh, actually, we did some more because we had some fun times with Eli and well, and Maggie we and, and we also did some bonus episodes. Bonus so there was like, every time own. I always ask this man Fuller, do you have a fun fact today? And I don't know why I, I asked. We don't that, have to ask it do. now. We have the segue button, and you just hit the. You know That's what? It. It's and then she it, Piper even goes. It's time for. I so, love it. So yeah. it's time for fun facts. So Fuller, what you got? All right, the fun fact of the day. Did you know, Mark? What you didn't because you hadn't read the, this part of the show notes. Nope. Seven uh, percent of American adults believe that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. What? I know seven percent doesn't sound speaking like of cows a whole lot. And chewing cud and milking right. cows, it doesn't sound like a whole lot. It's only seven percent, boy. But I know that. But you know, in America, just in American populations, it's seven percent oh, of Americans. No. Oh no, that equals out to sixteen point four million American adults believe that chocolate 16. milk sixteen point four four million adults. So what I'm hearing is, is there's six point four idiots in America running 16. around sixteen point four million people that believe that. Chocolate milk comes from brown cows. I mean, let's be honest. We're all idiots so, in our own regards. We, we, we all are works in progress. That sounds like a lot now, doesn't it, though? But if you're <laughs> curious, that's what? not true. Your cat's over here, like, mauling me. <laughs> yeah, my cat's... My, actually, let's just do this. This just brings celery to the show. This is our mascot. Oh, oh, he hung out uh, oh, that's our mascot, so, Celery. There's my kitty. There's Celery. So if you're watching online... You're you at the wrong me. camera. <laughs> Her. He got me. So there's 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 my wonderful cat. That's actually really nice to my kids. But either way, man, today's conversation was fun. It was yeah, it fun was. to get back into definitely, it. Definitely, definitely. Took us so. a little bit. We had a camera die in the process. You know what? We just work on through it. Well, so. we'll do it. We're all works in progress. But either way, man. So if you are tuning in, we would love to hear your opinions. Give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Spotify now has top charts as well, but that's all based off of listenings, not off of right. actual reviews right um but no keep sharing our stuff i just found out through this whole drawing of people who actually listen to the podcast that i never knew did so Damn. that's pretty cool that is cool that's pretty cool so. but you know like us on facebook like us on instagram if you want to get a mini swag bag leave us a review on apple podcast um and also you can email us at real talk christian podcast at gmail.com or call or text us at 574-400-5352 again 574 574- Four zero zero five three five two. I love it, man. I love. It. Well, it's been fun, buddy. Yeah. But until been. next time, take it easy. Thank you for listening to Real Talk Christian. To help get our podcast into the ears of other people who need to hear these conversations, we would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. To keep the conversations going, feel free to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and share our content with others. See you next time.